0: This podcast is brought to you by the Reformed Witness Committee of Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. It is our goal to spread our distinct Protestant Reformed views based on the Word of God and the Reformed Confessions. We hope that this message is edifying to you. Our meditation for today is entitled, First Things First. Let's begin by reading John 19, verses 25 through 42. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple standing by whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour that disciple took her unto his own home. After this, Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they spilled they filled the sponge with vinegar and put it upon hyssop and put it to his mouth. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that the Sabbath day was an high day, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then came the soldiers, and brake the legs of the first, and of the other, which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus, and saw that he was dead already, they brake not his legs. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side, and forthwith came thereout blood and water. And he that saw it bear record, and his record is true. And he knoweth that he saith true, that ye might believe. For these things were done, that the scripture should be fulfilled a bone of him shall not be broken. And again, another scripture, saith, they shall look on him whom they pierced. And after this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him leave. He came therefore and took the body of Jesus. And there came also Nicodemus, which at the first came to Jesus by night, and brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pound weight. Then took they the body of Jesus, and wound it in linen, clothes with the spices, as the manner of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified there was a garden, and in the garden a new sepulcher, wherein was never man yet laid. There laid they Jesus, therefore, because of the Jews' preparation day, for the sepulcher was nigh at hand. Down unto death thou leadest me, consumed by thirst and agony, with cruel hate and anger fierce, my helpless hands and feet they pierce. Such is our versification of Psalm 22, verse 15, where David wrote, My strength is dried up like a potsherd, my tongue cleaveth to my jaws, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. Plainly here we have a prophecy of Jesus' words on the cross, I thirst. It is, however, interesting to note that in John 19, verse 28, we read it like this. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Undoubtedly, then, he spoke these words after the three hours of darkness, and his cry, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? For John states that the scriptures were fulfilled, and his suffering, the hellish agonies filled fulfilled the requirements for our salvation. He had completely suffered the wrath of God against our sins, and he began to feel the miseries of his body again. For almost 24 hours he had not a drop of water to drink while under tremendous physical strain. What an example we have here! By some it is claimed that Jesus cries here of thirst for God's fellowship. However, John points to the fact that all was accomplished. The agony of being forsaken of God is past. We should therefore see that Jesus rates the spiritual suffering of being forsaken of God above his physical miseries. Not till all the misery of being forsaken of God is past, does he become aware of his bodily woes. Are you ready to put the spiritual first? Can you put your physical, material needs behind you to seek and enjoy the spiritual things of God's kingdom? Is God's love to you more important than this world and its gold and silver and fleshly pleasures? Are... First things first in your life. Remember that Jesus told us to seek first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. A good example he certainly reveals here to us. To close for today, the Psalm Choir will sing Psalter number 51.